And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Blowing through the jasmine in my mind. Hello, British Columbia, and happy Canada Day weekend. Our province-wide road trip continues. This time we've touched down in Langley, B.C., just one of several planned stops in multiple B.C. wine regions for the show this summer. And today we're at Township 7 Winery, and joining us is Mike Raffin, General Manager here at Township 7. Mike, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. <laughs> you welcome, welcome to sunny South Langley. Uh, well, it's great to be back. Every time I come back, I marvel at the vines. Like, uh, it's it's almost, it is 20 years now, I guess, so it's, uh, things go by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 20, 21 years this year. Wow. That and, is amazing. Uh, yeah, and we have uh, Chardonnay and Pinot Noir in the vineyard, and it's uh, most of it's was planted in uh, 2000 and 2004. Yeah. And well, go ahead, Casey. We're in wine country without leaving the city. It, just, it was just wonderful to get in Tony's car and know we were going to be there in, you know, an hour, 45 minutes to an hour out of yeah. town. Yeah, it's... Uh, and over the 20 years, people are figuring that out. We, it's really changed. Well, it was the original goal was to have a, a winery uh, beside the city. That was what uh, Fraser Valley was going to be all about. But it's it's only kind of just blossomed now, I guess, in the last few years. Yeah, only we're, 20 years later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're there, and it's uh, quite amazing. Yeah. Well, you have two wineries, one one here in Langley and, of course, one one in, the, in, in Naramata. But uh, uh, tell us a little bit about why you set up here. Well, the the original idea was the wine country experience without leaving the city mm-hmm. close by. Uh, the Fraser Valley was viewed a vision of being able to grow grapes because down the south here it's dry. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then it started out and it was so successful that the second part was build a larger production facility in Naramata close to the grapes. Mm. And you made a decision to go sparkling wine here, which I think is a really, really smart decision to sort of have a focus for this property in Langley. And uh, I think folks would be shocked when they come by here now. We're going to talk more about that in the show, but sparkling wine is big in Langley. Yeah, thank thank you. I'm glad you think what we're doing is the right thing. It's, oh, it's uh, fantastic. Yeah, it's sort of a similar climate to... Uh, to champagne in terms of it's uh it's it's dry it's not hot and even at times in the winter it's a little wet yeah and a big decision to make when you decide to do a sparkling oh it's yeah. a big inve- bigger investment than yeah still wine and, and time time it, goes, uh, it it takes two three years for almost all of the product to age through so that which equals money yes <laughs> Well, uh, we're going to talk a lot about that today, but let's tell people when you're open, how they can get here, what 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 can they expect here, and every, everything's been newly renovated. If you've been here before, so yeah, we are continually evolving. We've done brand new furniture, great new patio outside, and uh, we are in South Langley, not up near the highway number one. We're down uh, near Peace, Peace Arch. We're just uh, yeah. ten minutes west or east of that. And uh, we're open daily now, especially coming with summer. We're uh, every morning at 11. And, to 6. Uh, until 6. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just turned around to check to see yeah. if it was 10 or 11. But uh, <laughs> And every every day. And, uh, and I think everybody should take a day trip out here. There's yeah. other wineries and there's artisan food 
producers. And, and things have completely opened up in BC. The Bard is coming back as well, so people can uh, check that out on the website to get some tickets and get out here. I never thought I'd be so excited to say that we're back to live events. It's, yeah. And the Bard is just, it's its quite magical when you're when you're here. Well, Mike, thanks uh, for hosting us today. We look forward to talking. Uh, you'll be back. We're going to talk about Sparkling Wine shortly, but it's just so much fun to be back out in uh, BC wineries. Uh, so thanks for hosting us today. We're happy to be here. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Our pleasure. Plenty more to come on the show from Township 7 in Langley. When we return, Township 7 winemaker Mary McDermott joins us for some sparkling discussions. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. British Columbia's wine growing history dates back generations, and today it's one of the more prominent regions on the worldwide wine stage. With Save On Foods, you can find the world's largest collection in one place. With more than 1,500 wines from over 180 BC VQA wineries, the unique tastes of our province have never been more convenient. Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Browse the entire collection now at saveonfoods.com and discover all the different wines our province has to offer. Bold. Award-winning. Discover Gold. Our tasting room at Gold Hill Winery is open and ready to welcome everyone. Come explore our beautiful vineyard and reserve your unique and personal tasting of our exclusive small lot favorites. We can't wait to see you again and share our passion. Discover Gold. Gold Hill Winery on the beautiful Golden Mile Bench in Oliver. Online, goldhillwinery.com. The Upper Bench of BC's Similkameen Valley, a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. Here, nestled in a sun-laden, stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos de Soleil Winery. Clos de Soleil blends age-old Bordeaux varieties and a unique Similkameen minerality for wines that are elegant, age-worthy, distinctively terroir-driven. Visit them by appointment or purchase their wines online at clodesoleil.ca with free shipping offered to all BC and Alberta customers on orders of six bottles or more. Red Rooster Winery invites you to visit for a sensory journey from grape to glass. Take in the sweeping vineyard, lake, and mountain views from their cozy estate on the Naramata bench. This month, Red Rooster is featuring their award-winning 2020 Rosé, paired alongside their new charcuterie tasting created by the Okanagan's own Joy Road Catering. Seated tastings are offered seven days a week from 12 till 5 all summer. Come for the views, stay for the wine. Visit redroosterwinery.com for more info. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Hello, British Columbia. Our province-wide road trip continues today. We're at Township 7 in Langley. Uh, we don't have any problems, actually. We have a table full of sparkling wine. <laughs> which probably suits you best, Casey, and our next two guests are going to talk a lot about it. Winemaker Mary McDermott uh, from Township 7 and assistant winemaker Ryan McKibben. Welcome to the show, both of you. Great to have you. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. We're going to talk about uh, Casey's favorite. Yes, and when COVID started, the first bottle I opened was Township 7. Oh, <laughs> Polaris. Wow, fantastic. And, and the next 500? Yeah, were they, uh, I, went, I went through the, your lineup. 
Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I'm so pleased And I will always remember that. Thank you. Oh, well, I'm pleased we could help you through. <laughs> <laughs> we had a brief kickoff with Mike, with Mike Raffin, the GM here, about uh, sparkling wine. Tell us about the program now. It's really exploded, and uh, uh, it's, it's fantastic what you've done here. Oh, well, thanks so much. Yeah, we're very excited about sparkling wine, one of my big passions for sure, and the idea with Langley definitely in our South Langley location was that it was perfect for the making of sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. So I came on in 2014, but 2015 was actually the first vintage where we actually really started to work uh, on the vineyard and purposely look after it in a way where we were preparing it for sparkling. So hence, our first vintage came from 2015, and that's what we'll be drinking today. We are, and Casey, you might remember that we tasted this wine before it was released the last time we were here, and we were talking about it, but it hadn't been uh, uh, bottled or released. Or it was bottled, but not released. Not disgorged. Not yeah. disgorged, yes. yes. Thank you I very remember much. that, and I am so impressed with the bottle. Yeah, we really, really wanted to highlight this as uh, it's a really first for the Fraser Valley because this is a really premium wine coming from this region. And as you were talking about with Mike, the explosion of wineries here, I think we can really showcase what's Mm. starting to happen here. And this is our effort at that, and we really want to show it off. Well, I hate to mention France, but I'm going to mention it because a lot of people make sparkling wine in the New World, and the packaging is crappy, and it starts with the top and the capsule and everything. This is a sensational-looking bottle, everything uh, perfectly done. Uh, which just adds to what you're doing here. Uh, it's a special place for sparkling wine. We know that, but everything has to be right from start to finish. So congratulations on that. I don't know how I can even buy this one. I think i got to join the club, but we'll get to that. Because <laughs> you mentioned the vineyards, and Ryan, what, what can you tell us about the vineyards here, and why, why is sparkling wine thriving in, in B.C. And, and here in Langley? Well, which it seems unusual. the uh, original owners for planting Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. That was yeah, a pretty switched-on decision. Yeah. Um, it just goes so well with the climate here. It's quite different from Okanagan. And here you can get perfect phenolic ripeness at a berry composition that lends itself to making high-quality mm-hmm. sparkling wine. And a lovely breeze that blows through the vineyards, too, that we can hear. I, I love it. Uh, well, let's talk about the program uh, because there's a lot of sparkling wines. What should we know about it uh, here? Well, you come here is not just one, so how do we approach the whole situation? Well, when I uh, came on to Township 7, we had one sparkling wine called Seven Stars. So now we have kept that name but have made a complete brand of it. At the present, we have five different sparklings. So we have the Sirius, which is the Langley Estate sparkling, the one we're trying today, which is our premium uh, five years entourage or on lees before disgorging. We have a couple of aromatic varieties. We have a Riesling sparkling called Rigel, so Seven Stars Rigel. Seven Stars Vega is a Viognier based. Then we have our original Seven Stars, which is now called Polaris, and it's a Blanc de Blanc. Mm. And we have a rosé called Equinox. And we will be expanding uh, a little bit further in the fall. So we're going to make a Blanc de Noir as well. Uh, uh, I just can't get over how many there are now. But well done. Really well done. And, and uh, what would you say the difference between aromatic? Obviously, we know what the word means between that style and the other. Maybe I would say more traditional, even though they're all made traditionally. I right. Believe. They're all traditional method. Yeah. What we do to change it up a little bit is we do less aging on lees for the aromatic 
varieties so that you can still see the uh, the components to them that would suggest what the variety is, mm-hmm. where that is less so with the others. You, you sort of just sloughed it off, but 60 months in the bottle. First of all, thank you to the owner. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and thank you to you because that 60 months is really important in sparkling wine. Uh, people talk about autolytic stuff going on. and What, what, what is it in that 60 months that's gonna, that has made this wine so special? Well, what's really special about, as Ryan was saying here, uh, the the juice comes out very acidic so we want to kind of round out palate give it a more creaminess we like those autolytic characters as mm-hmm. well but it just is the balance that is brought to it with this aging mm. uh, it's fantastic and and perfect for bc seafood for well, sure it's hard to believe that you're doing five years because you don't hear that very often locally no and uh it is hard to wait for sure, uh, not just for us, but I'm sure for our owners. But I, I think in the end, the, the product speaks for itself. Our guests are uh, Mary McDermott and Ryan McGiven. Mary, of course, the chief winemaker here at Township 7. Ryan, an assistant winemaker, both of them uh, working hard. There's two There's two uh, wineries. We're obviously talking about the sparkling program here. Uh, there's also the Naramata program. How, does, how do you guys manage both sides, or is it, is it easy, simple? Of course, it's easy. <laughs> um, you love driving. <laughs> we we have learned to love driving and sing in the car a lot. Yeah. But uh, it's not so difficult be, just because of the differences between the two regions. Uh, we do pick our uh, sparkling wines in the Okanagan much sooner than here. So generally, we pick in Langley the first week of October. Mm. So we have kind of managed... Uh, just by luck, I guess. Yeah, mm. we have a handle on the whites at that point from Okanagan, and then we bring in these. Come more, back and get yeah, this done. Get this done just before reds kind of start rolling in. I know people are going to ask us about getting these wines. Uh, it's not easy, and uh, it's is it club-focused? Is that the way it's going to start if you want to get in on all the sparkling wines? Uh, if you want in on all of them, because some of them are that we don't make a lot of, we have started a Seven Stars Club, so as an exclusive sparkling wine club, one of the only ones in Canada. I know that there Sounds may be like another. Sounds like your style, Wilson. Uh, yeah, so exclusive. I'm very impressed. The only <laughs> one in Canada. So we have uh, two releases a year uh, with those all those wines, mm-hmm. and uh, some of them, the Polaris is available to the general public, which is the wine that we won at the best in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's available to the general public, but the rest are club-focused wines. Mm. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I, I don't know where to start. Let's taste this wine anyways. Tell us what, what do you think now. It's come out. It's been sitting around for five years, but I'm thinking it's going to sit around in my cellar for 10 years too and not have any problems doing that. Yes, it has. Other re- than people wanting to drink it. I think that'll be your big problem. <laughs> um, the acidity on it is lovely and well-balanced uh, and not too harsh. Sometimes I find with sparkling wines, it really yeah. hurts. Yes, you're sometimes. right. So Very I think sweet. that uh, additional aging has rounded it yeah. out. And we still get, you know, you still know that there's fruit in there, which yeah. is amazing. You don't really get that every time. Ryan, is there something you do in the vineyard specifically for sparkling wine that you wouldn't do for Chardonnay that's being made still, that sort of thing, other than picking early? but Picking early, uh, we just try and 
leave the grapes alone, to be honest. We try and protect them from the sun uh, outside of just opening up to get some spray penetration. Mm-hmm. But other than that, just let them speak for themselves. But it's really hard to, uh, for me, it would be really hard to say pick <laughs> with the acid <laughs> level that they're at for sparkling wine. Is that an acquired taste or how hard is that to do? Uh, or is it a visual thing? <laughs> we have our markers that we're looking for. So yeah. you definitely have to see past the acidity and, and know down the road, you know, 60 months after bottle aging, we'll have something that's quite palatable. Maybe the so berries themselves are quite... two of you discuss that when you're ready to pick? It's a, it's tough to make that decision, is it not? Uh, we actually taste together uh, everything before we pick. So as soon as Ryan came on with Township 7, we started to do that. And so we've become aligned. So we do taste. We look at the numbers as well. But I think a lot of it is sometimes we'll actually taste it before we know what the numbers are and go, oh, yep, let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah. So. Don't lose any time. Uh, Well, I I don't know. The time flies. But these wines really, folks, we, we don't get to taste this kind of wine regularly. Uh, you live in a city. There's there's probably two million people within you know spitting distance of this winery, really, uh, who should come out and investigate this sparkling wine because it's not like anything else you would uh, see uh, in the last twenty years across Canada. Of course, we have some good producers in BC, but this is really amazing uh, product, and uh, it will make you think twice about champagne for sure. Uh, when you buy locally. So keep it up, and uh, I guess people should join the Seven Stars Club if they really want to get their hands on some of this wine. Absolutely. Thanks so much for uh, joining us today on the show. It was great. Thanks for having us. Love the wines. Uh, Mary McDermott and Ryan McGibbon, they're responsible for the sparkling wines here at Township 7 in South Langley. There's plenty more to come up on the show. Next up, we're joined by Teresa Townsley. We're going to shift the tables a bit and talk about mead wines Honey wines, Casey. Yes, very We're going to learn something. We I'm are. Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. In days of yore, thirsty travelers carry their wine in traditional Spanish wineskins known as bodas. And from that ancient tradition comes a 21st century inspiration. Introducing Boda, highly approachable, fruit-forward wines in 100% recyclable containers. With Boda Box, there's no light, no air. Boda Box keeps the elements out and the wine fresh for up to 30 days after opening. For convenience, you can take anywhere, anytime, even at home. Boda Box, this is how we Boda. Find out more at BodaBox.com. Overlooking a beautiful 12-acre vineyard in the heart of the Cowichan Valley, The Unsworth Restaurant welcomes you to get away from it all. Enjoy a delectable menu and award-winning wines in our dining room or outdoor patio. Unsworth Restaurant, vineyard dining where casual meets elegant. You can find Unsworth wines across BC. Look for us at your local liquor store. Visit unsworthvineyards.com. Taste the flavors of the season at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Their heated patio is open with more space for you to dine safely. So come enjoy a menu showcasing ingredients from their on-site culinary garden. Pair your meal with a new release Summerhill wine for an extraordinary organic experience. The flavors of the season are in abundance at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Online, summerhill.bc.ca. 
The modest butcher kitchen and market at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery in West Kelowna is ready for summer dining. Now featuring extended hours from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. seven days a week. Reservations are now being accepted. All COVID safety protocols are in place for your comfort and safety, as well as that of their staff. For those who would like to enjoy the Modest Butcher in the comfort of your own home, Modest Joe's Takeout is also available. For further information, visit ModestButcher.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Hello, British Columbia. Our province-wide summer road trip continues today. We're at Township 7, uh, but we're going to talk to a meadery, which is right across the street. Joining us now is Teresa Townsley. She's the owner of Festina Lente. Did I get that right? You bet you did. Uh, Make haste slowly. Yeah, fantastic. So that's a bit of your ethos. It is. It's a lovely philosophy for making wine. It was actually our farm name before that. Uh, We raised our horses and our children, which we count amongst our livestock. Uh, But it's a nice philosophy for making wine because it allows nature to take its course. And as winemakers, we all understand that you can't rush nature. Wine is ready when it's ready. I love to hear that. Uh, Okay, let's start with mead because we have many listeners. In, In fact, we have listeners across the province in 20 different markets. But Tell us a bit about mead, because we're always talking about still table wine, regular grape wine. What 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 is the story with mead? Sure. Uh, mead is actually wine made of fermented honey. And in fact, if you were to ask for a glass of wine up until about the 11th century, <laughs> uh, mead is what you would get. Yeah. Uh, grapes came in around, uh, around the 11th century, and it became more popular uh, because mead or honey had a high value for being a sweetening agent. Remember, mm-hmm. in most of Europe, they, they didn't have sugar cane. And so that's when honey got diverted off. But uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that the wine is sweet. So mead is made of fermented honey. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty simple. And, uh, but w- where does the honey come from, I guess? The, we know grapes come from vineyards or from selected lots. So how does it work at uh, Festina? You bet. We are one of the few wineries uh, or meaderies in Canada that actually keeps their own bees. So for us, it's a sense of pride and place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our bees have a unique sense of terroir, just like a grape wine would, because they all come from the Campbell Valley area. So most of the bees you see flying around the Township 7 vineyard are, in fact, <laughs> are ours. <laughs> yeah, which is good for everybody. The bees are good for everybody, obviously, and for growing. Uh, I've, I've known people making, like, meat from from specific crops. Is that Does that happen, too, or this is a more of a general thing? We uh, do use what's called wildflower honey, which means that we don't monocrop our bees. Uh, we keep our bees in here in the Campbell Valley to give it that nice sense of place. Okay. Um, when the honey comes in, we taste the honey and we decide what kind of wine needs to be made from it because, of course, each hive has its own unique flavor. Right. The queen gets what the queen wants. And uh, <laughs> that might be a life lesson to the gentlemen that are listening. And uh, <laughs> Well, I know a few listening right here who are getting life lessons. Uh, uh, okay, let's, we, we'll run out of time. Let's start with the first one that you brought now. I'm going to call it a white wine. Sure. Meat is neither white nor red, but what you're tasting right now is a wine called Nectaris Diorum, or Nectar of the Gods, which is an ode to the wine that was uh, consumed by Pliny the Elder way back in ancient Greece. Right on. And it contains nothing but honey. You might be surprised to know that it's a dry wine. Uh, That's what we specialize in at the winery. 
Oh, and why is it dry? Because it's fermented dry? It's fermented right to dryness, so just like a grape wine. Yeah, so people have this vision of it's going to taste like sweet honey, but of course it doesn't. It doesn't, Actually, it's quite pleasant and very light, too. I love it. It's elegant style, actually. You bet. Thank you. Um, We try and make our wines crisp and clean. Uh, something that you can have paired along with your your meal. Uh, we're grape wine makers by trade and family history, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, we wanted something that would be something different from grape wine, but still give an, a, no, a nod to sophisticated wine elegance. Mm. What about the alcohol levels in them? We can dial in our alcohol uh, according to the amount of honey that we're using at the beginning, so we keep ours at around 11.5% to 13.5%. Yeah. Nice food parable range. Yeah, really nice. Actually, you don't even notice it. It's, it's very elegant. Thank you. Way to go. Uh, and so what would it cost for a bottle of this wine? Uh, we're pretty reasonable, actually, whereas in the United States, these would run up at around $50 U.S. Uh, we keep ours down at around $25 U- uh, Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. yeah, that is very reasonable. Fantastic. Okay, and this is, and sorry, Casey. Well, I was just going to say, this would pair so well with charcuterie and cheeses. It is. Nectaris has never met a cheese it didn't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on the label, Nectaris uh, de Orum. Orum, yeah. Uh, dry meat. So yeah. is that a term too, dry meat, or is that... You just put it on the label. It's, it's like, is there, what sort of regulations are there, I guess, is what I'm getting at. The same as a regular grape wine. As a matter of fact, uh, we follow the same uh, guidelines as all grape wines. And uh, because we're now a quality certified wine uh, through the BC Wine Authority, okay. we, we hold to the same tenets. Okay, fantastic. All right, let's try this red one. I know it's not, I shouldn't say red now, but. Yeah, so. It's what, a beautiful color. Thank you. Just beautiful. What you were drinking there is 95% honey, 5% organic blueberries. It drinks a lot like a rose, so it's not a juice box with an alcohol chaser kind of wine. It's a wine that uh, would sit at your dinner table, great with uh, barbecue or, uh, as I call it, my Friday night date night wine, because mm-hmm. it goes with popcorn, potato chips, salty snacks, and nuts. And also, salmon would be very good with you that. You bet. You bet. Beautiful. Uh, well, I I don't know what to say. These wines are so clean. Like, this is what makes me so happy. They're, Thank you. They're so fresh and so clean, So, which is should be a given, but not sometimes it's not when you're tasting uh, well the meats that I've had in other years. So that's fantastic. You're, you're doing a great job. Thank you. So is, is it in stainless steel afterwards? Or like, how, what, is the process similar? Or? It's exactly, winemaking is winemaking regardless mm-hmm. of the inputs. And so uh, we do ours in stainless steel tanks mm-hmm. and each one of them is an individual batch. So uh, we don't make a big batch of mead and flavor it ahead of time. Uh, we do uh, we do all our flavorings in a primary fermentation, with mm. the rare exception, and uh, we like that element of danger that it provides, and we also like the elegance and the simplicity of it. Our guest is Teresa Townsley. She's the owner of the meadery Festina Lente. Uh, you talked about coloring. So, how, how many different wines do you make? Uh, Right now, we have a stable of 35 different wines oh, that we smokes. do, each one in its own uh, vat uh, that we brought over from Italy, and. Uh, uh, we're going gangbusters, selling wow. out like crazy. And and obviously your customers have a favorite one or two that they must have. or Whatever's in their glass. It's, <laughs> it doesn't seem to be a rhyme or oh, reason. They, they sell out all the time. Now yeah. they do sound like wine drinkers now. Yeah. And yeah. how can we purchase your wine? Uh, very simply. Uh, we have a great tasting room here in uh, South Langley in the Campbell Valley area. We also sell online through our uh, on-site store. 
will be featured in uh, BC liquor stores, hopefully September, October-ish as oh, well, wow. as well as uh, quite a few liquor stores uh, that are private liquor stores at the moment. Right. And the problem is, of course, it's been so popular through our tasting room that we didn't have the stock up until recently to be able to yeah. supply the liquor stores. So. And did you see the same bump during COVID that a lot of local wine wine producers felt? Oh, we were certainly discovered, yes, yeah. absolutely. And we were really, really thankful that, for the support of the community. What would you say to consumers about well, why, why should they try meat if they haven't or what are the, what is it that would would attract them to the wines a couple of advantages actually uh, one if you have a tendency towards gout or wine headaches uh, because they don't contain tannins that come from the grape skins right uh, they don't cause those types of headaches if if uh, you're uh, sensitive to them the other thing is is if you happen to be a cheap date like I am and you just want half a glass of wine and put it back in the fridge, mead lasts, or properly made mead lasts, a lot longer than regular grape wine. It lasts up to three weeks once opened. And in the cellar, of course, it lasts up to about 50 years. Wow. You, you just answered two of the most asked questions I get all the time. How long does it last and what have you got for people who have headaches and, and other uh, issues with wine? You bet. Wow. That, <laughs> you got a winner. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to have to expand my uh, horizons a bit more. You get bogged down in, you know, as you know, in the, in the business, we all think wine is just from grapes, but that's not true, and uh, this is a great example. Uh, so, Festina Lente, if they come and visit you, uh, what are the hours that you're open? 11 till 6, every day but Christmas Day. Every day, okay. And uh, why don't you give out the address? I know you're across from Township 7, but for people who know the roads... Sure. We're uh, 2113-16th Avenue in South Langley, right across from Township 7 Winery. We're the other guys on the north side of the, <laughs> of the road. <laughs> so great. Now, finally, uh, wh what is the – you mentioned some food, but what is your sort of go-to food for meat, or is there such a thing? Uh, much like grape wine, it, it all depends on the meat in the glass. Okay. Uh, you know, we have meat that's specifically paired for vegetarian cuisine – uh, you name it. Uh, the sky's the limit. We're yeah. we're the craft experience for sophisticated wine drinkers. You're vegan friendly too, then. Not vegan friendly. Depends on the vegan because yeah. it does contain honey. But yeah. vegetarian for sure. Okay. Uh, well, thanks so much for joining us today. These these two wines that we tasted from Festina Lente, the Nectaris Deorum and the Bonus Eventus. Uh, both lovely wines. Uh, folks, you got to check it out. If you haven't had mead, you're in for a surprise. Things have changed a lot. Thanks so much. Cheers. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, Teresa Townsley, she's the owner of uh, Meadery Festina Lente. She's been our guest in this segment. There's plenty more coming up on the show. Next up, we're joined by Erin Credba. She's the Executive Director of Tourism Langley. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. British Columbia's wine growing history dates back generations, and today it's one of the more prominent regions on the worldwide wine stage. With Savon Foods, you can find the world's largest collection in one place. With more than 1,500 wines from over 180 BC VQA wineries, the unique tastes of our province have never been more convenient. Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Browse the entire collection now at SavonFoods.com and discover all the different wines our province has to offer. It's a new normal. My husband and I want to get away. Need something to look forward to. So we decided to book a weekend away at a European wellness resort right here in BC. Plan an escape without leaving the province at Sparkling Hill Resort. Overlooking the beautiful Okanagan Valley, 
Relax and focus on your health and wellness at this luxury resort. Check out the immersive wellness packages available and learn more about this undiscovered gem today at sparklinghill.com. Come celebrate 10 seasons with the Wine Experience Center team at Black Hills Estate Winery. Enjoy our new releases while basking on the sunny Vineyard Terrace or become a wine club member and enjoy a wine experience in one of our private cabanas while discovering the 2019 Nota Bene. Can't make it to the Okanagan this summer? You can also join us from the comfort of your own home with one of our virtual wine tasting sets. For more information, follow us on Instagram or to reserve a tasting, visit blackhillswinery.com. In days of yore, thirsty travelers carry their wine in traditional Spanish wineskins known as bodas. And from that ancient tradition comes a 21st century inspiration. Introducing Boda, highly approachable, fruit-forward wines in 100% recyclable containers. With Boda Box, there's no light, no air. Boda Box keeps the elements out and the wine fresh for up to 30 days after opening for convenience you can take anywhere, anytime, even at home. Boda Box, this is how we Boda. Find out more at bodabox.com. Gizmondionwine.com, BC's destination for finding great wine at all price points. With their easy-to-use search engine of over 30,000-plus tasting notes, you can find the wines you want by price, points, and more. Bookmark Gizmondionwine.com for the new notes posted daily, each with a photo of the label. Get new ideas and find great buys with seasonal and weekly top 10 wine lists, original stories, and videos. If wine matters to you, join us at Gizmondionwine.com. Follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Gizmondionwine.com. Mondi on wine. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. Mm, sunny. Yesterday my heart was filled with rain. Sunny. Hello, British Columbia. Our province-wide summer road trip continues to multiple BC wine regions, uh, some that you may not even know exist, like South Langley, where we are today at Township 7 Winery, actually. And joining us to talk a bit more about what you can do all across Langley is Erin Kredba. She's the Executive Director of Tourism Langley, and Daniela Potesta is the Destination Marketing Manager. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you so much Thank for having us. Great to have you. Uh, thanks for cooling down the weather. Yeah. <laughs> Wave dramatic Just like wand that, eh? and, yep. Unbelievable. Uh, well, we're having a great time here uh, at Township 7. Uh, all the new developments here, but uh, there's much going on in Langley, uh, which is the, uh, is it the father or the mother of BC, or how would you describe it? We are the birthplace of British Columbia. And who knew that? Not me. I know. I should have known that, though. Well, now I do. I'll never forget it. And Erin, you used to be at Tourism Vancouver. I did. With Laura Serena. Yes, that is where my tourism career started time ago now but yes. yeah, I was there for over 10 years. So you've come to Langley and you have a lot of experience. Yes Langley is where I was born and raised so it was pretty exciting to be able to come back here and uh, promote tourism where I uh, where I live. And to have wine to and promote. To wine, yes. Yeah that's nice. Well it's been a tough uh, 15 months so uh, I guess have you been planning for this time? I know that things are going to open up on uh, July 1st across the province so what, what's going to happen in your mind in Langley? Well, yeah, we are expecting for things to get a lot busier than they were. I mean, we saw 
A lot of people, though, when they had to travel a little bit closer to home, were exploring their own um, backyards yeah. and uh, buying local a lot more and realizing how amazing products there are right here. It's amazing how little we know about our own backyard, really, when you think about it. Yeah, we Maybe were... Maybe that's a good thing from yeah. COVID, if there's anything good about it. Very much so. Yeah, we heard from people who were like, well, they knew that they bought a cheese or a product or berries uh, at the store and well, why don't we just go direct and go where right and see where they come from? <laughs> and I see you brought some. We did. And you had to bring... We brought some fresh raspberries and blueberries from one of our local farms that were picked fresh this morning. Mm. <laughs> wow. So we thought it would, we always, we refer to ourselves, um, our tagline is Langley Fresh, and we thought, how much fresher does it exactly. get from berries from the field this morning? That mm. doesn't happen in Yale Town, <laughs> I can tell you that right now. And you brought Daniela Potesta with you, who's the destination marketing manager. And I'd love to hear about the self-guided tour that you can do in Langley. Yeah, so Circle Farm Tour is um, a self-guided tour that you can do. So you basically get a map of all of the participating businesses. We have farm stores, farm experiences, Sips and Spirits, and we also have some sponsors on there as well. And on the map, it shows you where everyone is located, and you just pick and choose where you want to go and drive around and visit them all. Mm. For all those old Vancouverites who, you know, they, they they hear stuff like Surrey and Langley and whatever, but Langley's a big place. Give, give us an idea of the dimensions and what, like, it's east to west, north to south. What what are what is all encompassed here in Langley? Yeah, so from the Fraser River, so sort of Fort Langley, all the way down to Zero Avenue. Wow. And then Surrey is our neighbor on one side and Abbotsford uh, on, on the, the other. other. Yeah. yeah, big place. It is a big place. Lots to explore. So, uh, what should we do? There's farms, there's wineries, there's there's the old forts. Like, uh, what is there to discover here? And that there's also boutiques, my favorite. Yes, yes, I mean, I think what we tell people is that you need more than a day. So yeah. you need to pack your suitcase and come for at least a weekend and really just explore. So you know, you could start in Fort Langley and yeah, shop through the amazing boutiques and high tea and cafes and restaurants who are sourcing their ingredients like right from their own backyard where we are today. And then, you know, you craft breweries, wineries, cidery, distillery, and uh, you just sort of, yeah. And I mean, it's always a good place to start with the Circle Farm Tour because it's got such a variety of things that you can do. Whenever we are somewhere and we have the brochures, they're like, oh yeah, I have those in my glove box and I pull them out when I'm in your town and and just kind of a little bit of a road map on where and you can go. Where where can people stay? Like, is it a and b thing or is, it, is there, there are hotels that in areas that we should know or where we would yeah. set up? So we have in... Um, North Langley, Walnut Grove, it's sort of, we have several of like the Sandman's and Holiday Inn and Best Western. And then we have some amazing boutique um, bed and breakfast. Yeah. So we have the Princess and the Pea, which is really well known. <laughs> yes, and, it is. It sounds uh, like a place for Wilson. Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm there already. Um, and that is right at the historic Five Corners in Murrayville, not too oh, far yeah. from where we are. Yeah. So that's the old Travelers Hotel, and they've restored it, and oh, they have wow. several... Um, um, themed rooms and it's a lovely spot and uh, a great jumping off point from 
there to explore the township. And, and you have to stay overnight, at least yeah. one night, because yes. you have a drive-in. <laughs> we do have a drive-in. We are the only drive-in in Metro Vancouver. And uh, shows usually start about 10 o'clock. And there's something you can do, a double feature, a triple feature. I have yet to be able to stay awake through a double feature, let alone a triple feature. But the triple one is tricky. Yeah. Usually I Depends awake, on who you're awake with. for yeah. the first one, sleep the second one, awake yeah. for the third, third one. one. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. and you take your berries with you, the fresh, freshly picked fresh. berries that you They've brought us today. They've got lots of great snacks in their concession, yes. too. That's <laughs> part of the experience is going to the concession well, I remember. What well, I don't even know what a driveway is like. What I remember about or dri- drive-ins. What I remember about drive-ins is driving away with a speaker in the car. <laughs> a few windows got broken, then, you know, uh, in those days. And pulling the wires all pulling the way out the, the exit behind your car. That exactly. Was to. Now you can you tune in on your radio Why station. Why am I not surprised <laughs> by that? <laughs> <laughs> no more pulling of wires. Uh, we're talking to Aaron Kredba and Daniela Potesta from uh, Tourism Langley. By the way, uh, tourism-langley.ca. Correct. So you go to that site. I, I imagine everything is available there for people to check out and yes. sign up for whatever they have to do. Exactly. And events. You know, this is so exciting that we're starting to see some of little events coming back. And yeah. so our website is an amazing resource for what's happening. So you pick the time that you're going to be visiting and see what's going on. And then our website is also designed so that you can sort of buy community yep. in the township and buy what you want to do. I know there's lots to do. Why should I go to the fort? <sighs> Uh-huh. Let's say I'm a kid and I don't even know anything about the fort. Why should I? Why should I go there? The fort. It, it is actually so interesting. We go there a lot when we have people in from town and we take them. And every time they've got blacksmith demonstrations and the old kitchen. And then in the summer they grow a garden similar to what they would have done. And you can the views from there are amazing. So lots of interactive things. Obviously, yeah. you know they've had to um, modify a few things, but it has it under regular operating experiences yeah it's fantastic i've been there and it's very impressive but you know what also what impresses me is the organic food and vegan yeah food in this region yes um lots of organic farms and we now have actually a restaurant that is all vegan and it is the cutest location great spot um so yeah where you can again they're sourcing lots of local farmers ingredients. shall we mention their name i know you, you... down to earth plant parlor oh, okay yeah. there you great go. name yeah it that is sounds a... like another place for you you should move <laughs> out to you guys have to come back and we're going to make you spend yeah. a weekend yeah we'll take you to all of these places i would love that well we're happy to meet you i feel like the wine industry brings a lot of people together now in bc and, and that finally does. Tourism, everybody's focusing on, well, this is a great magnet for to get people into the region. And people who yeah. love wine want to do other stuff, too. Yes. So yeah. let's promote more interaction between tourism and wine, uh, yeah. wineries and winery owners. And let's get the hell going. That's what I say. We're ready. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. It's Thanks great to catch up with us. you. Thank can you. we can we taste those blueberries before you, you go? Absolutely or? can. They sure good. <laughs> We're not letting them go. <laughs> right we, on. Yes, they are here to stay. Uh Erin Kredva, she's the executive director of Tourism Langley and Daniela Potest is the destination marketing manager. They've been our guests on this segment. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Plenty more to come on the show. Joining us next uh, or returning is Mike Raffin. He's the GM here at Township 7 and the manager, Eric Poulton. All that and more coming up next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network.
There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Whether it's in the tasting room or outside on the spacious rooftop patio with a gorgeous view of Okanagan Lake, the Therapy Vineyard tasting experience is one of a kind. The tasting room is open daily, reservations required for groups of six or more. Need a little long-distance therapy? Sign up for their fully customizable wine club with 15% off therapy wine, 20% off select rates at the inn, discounted shipping, and more. Sign up today at therapyvineyards.com. Experience award-winning wines on the covered patio at Tinhorn Creek Vineyards. The tasting room is open daily from 11 till 6. Elevate your experience with a black glass blind tasting. You can even add a charcuterie box. For exclusive VIP experiences, a Crush Club membership includes regular wine shipments, 15% off all purchases, early access to new releases, and admission to the Wine Club Lounge. Plus, Miradora Restaurant is open daily for indoor and outdoor dining. For details and reservations, visit tinhorn.com. In days of yore, thirsty travelers carried their wine in traditional Spanish wineskins known as bodas. And from that ancient tradition comes a 21st century inspiration. Introducing Boda, highly approachable, fruit-forward wines in 100% recyclable containers. With Boda Box, there's no light, no air. Boda Box keeps the elements out and the wine fresh for up to 30 days after opening for convenience you can take anywhere, anytime, even at home. Boda Box, this is how we Boda. Find out more at BodaBox.com. Casual, modern dining. Exceptional Okanagan flavor. Introducing the most anticipated new eatery in the Valley, 15 Park Bistro at Watermark Beach Resort in Osuyus. Chef Nick Atkins and his team are ready to create an unforgettable dining experience for you, utilizing fresh local ingredients. 15 Park Bistro's lakeside patio with its unmatched views of Lake Osuyus is now open. Indoor dining available as well. For reservations and more, including full takeout menu options, visit 15parkbistro.com. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, BC. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite Hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, It's the Canada Day holiday coming up. Uh, The weather is warm in BC. It's actually cooler today, and we love it. We're live today at Township 7. It's one of many multiple stops we're making at BC wine regions across BC. Of course, you can listen to us 20 times, 34 times a week in 20 cities around the province. So uh, we're holding our end up of the bargain, and so is Township 7. Joining us is Mike Raffin. He's the GM, and Eric Poulton is the manager here at Township 7. How are you guys? Very well, thanks. How are you? Welcome back, Mike. Very well. Uh, Eric, great to, to have you on the show, too, to talk about all, all things consumer and visiting. Uh, uh, it's been a long haul. You've been through a renovation, a recent renovation, and now you're ready to go, and we hear that the province is opening wide open uh, in, a, in a day or so. 
Are you ready? We're ready. We're uh, <laughs> arms wide open and ready to embrace everyone yeah. to come by Township 7. You, you've come out of the hotel business uh, into the winery business. Do they know anything about hospitality and wineries? <laughs> come on, fess up. Well, I find that a lot of the skills are transferable for sure. And, yeah. uh, it's been, uh, and you're transferring them quickly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so to speak. Yeah. What's different about it or what's the same uh, about hospitality and wineries at the end of the day it's still back down to uh to customer service to our guests our loyal members and um yeah just really welcoming them as much as you would in a in a hotel in a restaurant in a resort and and mike's been here 20 years how long have you been here i, I know it's fairly recent fairly recently yeah i just started at the end of december so and you made a commitment to move to Langley. Made a commitment to move to Langley, yeah. All the way from the Sunshine Coast over here, so it's been a oh, great, wow. great trans- transition. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm always intrigued about how wineries operate and how they meet people. And, and even in hotels, there's a lot of tracking systems now, so you, you keep track of your customers and the people who walk through the door. Can you stay in touch with them or encourage them to somehow stay in touch with you? Uh, yes, we're fortunate enough with the technology that we have to be able to keep a customer database uh, mm-hmm. for them to be able to see what their likes were, what the trends are, and uh, hopefully what they'd like to spend next. And you, you've got a superstar sparkling wine club, by the way. Uh, I don't know if you know what you have behind there, but you have all the goods. You, you have more than you could imagine in terms of the goods. So I think it's going to be fun to roll out this, this club. You're probably going to say, no, are you full already, Mike, in the club? or? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, so there's room for people to, yeah. to sign up for that. And also, delivery has become really important during the pandemic, so that, that's actually been a positive side to having a winery. Yeah, Township 7 has prided itself as well on having that uh, free delivery for our guests and our members to be able to purchase and mm-hmm. to be able to have that service provided for them. Um, so it's a great setting here. What have you got planned in terms of, I know the, the, the bar's coming back, but what about events and how do you look at that? Uh, how, how can you, uh, what kind of events are you envisioning here going forward? Well, I know I have uh, pretty big shoes to fill over here. Uh, the uh, Township 7 has previously had quite a few events such as Grape Stomp, yeah. um, Art in the Vine, uh, Bard in the Valley, which is what you uh, had suggested as well. Uh, we're looking at doing maybe possibly a car show coming up as well. So oh. there's uh, some neat ideas uh, coming up for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea, doing a car show. Yeah. One of our members brought us the idea and said, hey, you know, we've got a really good idea going on here. Got some members who have really nice cars. What do you think? And it uh, seemed like a no-brainer. Well, Mike was saying he didn't have much to do now that everything's finished. So I was thinking, you know, we could, you know, give him some tasks like, farmer's market i don't know uh, it's kind of it's kind of interesting how, how people approach wineries like you've got this big city beside you i'm sure you thought a lot about that you've got a couple million people within easy distance of this winery who really haven't been spoken to by wineries it's all okanagan usually or all island not even all island we don't hear that much about them but okanagan and Similkameen really sort of suck up that gas so how, how will you uh, how will you reach out to them or what, what what are your plans for that well the greatest news is that they're right next door and yes they're we're there within arm's reach so yeah. all we have to do is just get them in that door and uh, the rest is up to the team to be able to take care of them and welcome them and there's a group of wineries around so it's a wonderful destination i think there's up to seven different places you can visit and, and, as I say, stay overnight because there's a twilight drive-in. <laughs> <laughs> and fall asleep through all three fe- features. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I was going to ask you earlier, Mike, through COVID, there was a lot of changes in liquor laws. Is there anything that's sticking around that you're, you're, you'll be able to use or you're happy with? Well, or? We're, we're hopeful uh, that they're going to keep this uh, outdoor component where you don't have, where you're allowed to be served. Right. Uh, they're, they're talking about it. Imagine They've, that, serving wine outside. Yeah, I know. I know. Currently, you've got to come in and get it yourself and take it all out. Oh, uh, my God. And I'm just going off where the uh, the politician said that we're going to try and keep as many many of those rules, and it'd be it'd be wonderful for our yes. Yeah. Well, I think consumers would be very upset if they tried to take that away from us. Now <laughs> that we've had the experience, we've had it all over the world, especially <clears throat> in Vancouver. I know we've, we're in the right century now. Right. <laughs> our guests are Mike Raffin and Eric Poulton. We're we're here live at Township uh, Seven Langland. We've got a couple of wines to taste too, including the 2018 Reserve Merlot, which you kindly have just poured for us. Uh, are you are you a wine fan, Eric? I do enjoy <laughs> wine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely Merlot. Merlot's on a comeback for sure in BC. I know. I feel it. I, I agree with you, I and mean, I think it should be. It we, should it, be. It grows. You know, from start to finish, it's it's right for BC. Yeah, it's effortless in yeah. some ways. The only thing you can do is mess it up more than anything. So I think what I like about it, <clears throat> and I love to talk about the savory component of this variety, that's what sets, like a lot of people grow Merlot and people say, oh, yeah, Merlot, it's soft, it's round, it's this, it's that. But when it has this savory component, it becomes complex and much more interesting to drink and food-friendly, and so I like it a lot. Uh, reserve, not reserve. What, what, why is it reserved? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, you know, it's uh, it, all of Mary, our winemaker. Her, her doing in this is that we uh, we take the wines in and we and when they're aging through the barrel and tasting, as she said every week, it identifies itself as extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And so we say we'll uh, we'll and, we'll keep that aside rather than blending it yeah. all, all back in. And you now have the benchmark series and the provenance series as to to root these wines through. Yeah, we're we're up to like twenty 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 five different kinds of wines. So <laughs> somewhere you got to do something about. So we know what what's what. Yeah. So we've separated in the provenances, sort of our beginnings. And when I started in '06, those are basically the wines that we were selling. And then today. We uh, we took the wines that we accept we consider exceptional and moved it up into the benchmark. Yeah, and uh, you know as the word says, it uh, meets our benchmark of quality. And one thing, Eric, you would know after being at the Fairmont and being in the restaurant business that this Merlot goes with well, what doesn't Merlot go with? What doesn't Merlot go yeah, with? Yeah, like it's such a fantastic <laughs> wine; it goes with everything. Absolutely, anything you could really honestly. Uh, Pair it with with quite an array of foods. Yes, um, especially some grilled meats. I think I'm feeling right now in the summer kind of season. Goes well with a bard in the vineyard too. I think it in goes a chair. well with a bard in the vineyard in the chair. How will we go to bard? How do we do that? Do we go to the one? Is it sold out or now? Or it's uh, it's not sold out. Yeah. Uh, you can just go straight to the bard in the valley uh, website. Okay, and, uh, there's a link right there. Township Seven. We also have our link on there as well. Gentlemen, thanks so much for uh, chatting with us today and hosting well, us. Well. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. Uh, uh, I love the new Renos, of course. The Spartan Wine Program is nuts here, folks. You don't need any more than that just to get out here and discover for yourself what's going on in South Langley. So much easier to drive here than all the way into the Okanagan and uh, so much quicker. And so. and now, Tony, we're going to have an amazing buffet by the Raving Gamer Bistro from Langley. Okay. Which also is available. You have a small uh, takeout food or charcuterie place, whatever, for people coming by to taste here and sit on the patio. 
Yes, after a couple hours of drinking wine, we, <laughs> we, we, we look after that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Uh, Mike Raffin, he's the GM here at Township 7, and Eric Fulton is the manager of the facility. Thank you, all for hosting us today on this great escape. Uh, we can't wait to get back out on the road. Uh, to all our listeners, of course, we want to wish you a happy Canada Day. Stay safe, folks, and be kind. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll see you next week on the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.